Locked on NFL Thursday. We're here to kick off the NFL week. Got a Thursday night football matchup between the Eagles and the Texans. Are the Eagles going to go undefeated? We're going to go through their regular season schedule and see how realistic that is. Then, a lot of movement at the trade deadline. What was the best trade that was made? And finally, what's the best game of Week 9? Me and Alex are going to take our pick. All of that and more on a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Let's roll. You are Locked On NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Football fans, it is a Locked On NFL Thursday. We're here to kick off Week 9 with you guys. I am one of your Locked On experts, Tyler Rowan, here with my other Locked On expert, Alex Clancy, even though that's not what the screen is telling you right now. You can trust me <laughs> when I say that. But before we dive into our Thursday night football preview, just want to thank you guys for making the Locked On NFL podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform that you do stream for free Monday through Friday NFL content. Also want to let you know that today's episode of Locked On NFL is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code Locked On. That's prizepicks.com, promo code Locked On. But me and Alex wanted to find a little bit of a different slant to preview this Thursday night football game. You have the Philadelphia Eagles going up against the Houston Texans. And Alex, let me say this. I am the host of Locked On Titans. We did cover, uh, I did watch the Texans play last week. I dive into the film, all of that. And I have to say this. The Houston Texans, this 2022 Houston Texans team is the worst most disrespectful to the viewer football team that I've ever watched on film, that I've actually broken down their tape to see what they're doing. The effort, the want to, the the pride, it is not there for this Texans team. They're 1-5-1 and one right now. I think the 7-0 and oh Philadelphia Eagles might beat them 40 to nothing. Do you think Houston has a chance in this game? But, like, there are a couple things that they have going for them. One, they've got nothing going for them. No, they, so they've got, you know, they've got They can get field, a high pick. Right? They've got home field. Okay, it's Thursday night. Yeah. Uh, Philly's coming off a very, very emotional win, even though it didn't really feel like it was had that much. The game wasn't super close. A.J. Brown, like, I feel bad doing this for you on Thursdays. Like, cause, well, but okay. the thing is, like, because you hosted Locked on Titans, you knew how great A.J. Brown was, and you yes. knew they should give him the stadium, the Literally. deed to the stadium to keep him there. And it was mm -hmm. a, it was a difference it was a difference between what three mil a year? What was it? Four mil a year? 
Uh, according, according to reports, the Titans were around 20 to 22. Philly was at 25 with more guaranteed money. But honestly, it doesn't matter what the difference right. is. Look, okay. the guy is worth every cent. Yeah, and so we had three touchdowns. I mean, it was an absolute, like, what, what they mm-hmm. both did was they unlocked each other. Him and Jalen Hurts yes. unlocked each other. And it's like, yep. holy sweet mother. So going to this game, I've seen weirder things happen. I remember a Houston Texans Cincinnati Bengals game on a Monday night where the Texans right. were the world beaters and Cincinnati beat them. Tyler Eifert had one of the games of his life. I remember that from Monday night or Houston beat Cincinnati. I can't remember. The under the severe underdog won that game. It's like mm-hmm. Davis Mills isn't good. Brandon right. Cooks can't be happy. And no. Damian Pierce is now the running back. Everybody's going to be looking at poor Damian Pierce. He's playing with the Houston Texans. Seems like Lovey Smith still isn't a good head coach in the NFL. It just seems that way. It doesn't have yeah. all the talent, but Lovey Smith, it, it's discombobulated there. And there, there are some front office things that are out of Lovey Smith and the players' control. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's a dumpster fire in Houston. Well, you knew this team was going to be rebuilding no matter what. But like you said, Lovey Smith is no different than David Culley last year. He's a sacrificial lamb who's not good enough to be an NFL head coach. And we know that. So but we know the truth of what happened. I broke it down when it happened on this show with you. The Texans wanted to hire. Uh, Brian Flores, and then Brian Flores sued the league. And the league said, you're not hiring him while he's suing us. So that's what that's what happened there. And, and Lovey Smith was just the, the replacement plan B option to be another sacrificial lamb. He's not the coach that's going to turn this thing around. But the real story here to me, and we'll quickly do this, is Philly going to go undefeated? Alex, just, just stop me if you think they're going to lose this game, uh, lose one of these games. At home on Monday Night Football against the Commanders next week. Uh, On the road against Indianapolis. At home on Sunday Night Football or Thursday Night Football. No, Sunday Night Football. Against the the Packers. Then, on December 4th, the Eagles are at home. They play the Titans. Then they play the Giants, the Bears. They play at Dallas on Christmas Eve. The Saints, but they're at home. The Giants, but they're at home. Any of those games you think they're going to lose? Dallas on Christmas Eve. Dallas is going to get good. Dallas is going to get good, in my right, opinion. I right. feel like yeah. Dak Prescott showed last week, Dak Prescott's mm-hmm. a really good quarterback, okay? He's never going to be Troy Aikman, who wasn't touched for five years. He's never right. going to – they're never going to have Michael Ir- – they're never going to have that offensive line ever again. Ezekiel mm-hmm. Elliott is a good running back. I'm sorry, he is. Their offensive line hasn't been great. Tony Pollard is the better running back, Yes. They've yes. got weapons. Dalton Schultz, right. like what wins late in the season and the playoffs is running the ball, a good tight end, and a quarterback who doesn't make that many mistakes. And Dak Prescott is a is the best game manager we've seen in a long time. Yeah. You know, he's excellent. Like he can run the ball. The Cowboys are going to be good, and I need people to just chill the hell out with that. Check out Marcus Mosier yeah. and Landon McCool from Lockdown uh, Cowboys. They do a great job over there. That's yeah, the one, I, but I, I agree with you. But there's always going to be another one. It could be Green Bay. You I think it's Green Bay. It's That's the one that I was going to say. On, on It's either Thanksgiving or the Sunday night football game after Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, but Green Bay has enough talent on their team, like just the roster of guys, that if they put it together, I, I think that they could have a chance to beat Philly if Philly has an off day. But I think you picked the, the best answer, and that's that uh, Christmas Eve matchup in the 4 o'clock window against the Cowboys because I think the Cowboys are a much better team than the Packers. And I underestimated the Cowboys' defense coming into the season personally. They've been good, so I think that that's really the only spot. But the point remains, 
I mean, it wouldn't be inconceivable for Philly to go undefeated at this point. So it will be exciting to watch Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown in that defense and see what they're able to do the rest of the year. But there was a lot of movement on the trade deadline day. What was the best move? What was maybe the worst move? I got to take on that side of things. So we're going to get into that. Before we do, do want to tell you guys a little bit more about Blue Nile. Whether you're looking to pop the question, you have a milestone to celebrate, or you just want to let your love sparkle, Blue Nile can help you make your celebrations even more memorable. They're the original online jeweler. Blue Nile offers the largest selection of independently graded diamonds and pieces priced significantly below traditional retailers. And if you're like Alex or you're like me and you're an idiot, when it comes to jewelry, I don't know about diamond shape and size and clarity, setting styles. I don't have a dang clue. Blue Nile has 24-7 expert support to guide you through the process. You can talk to them on the phone. If you don't like that, you can do it via chat. But they're not just going to leave you out there uh, with no paddle going up the river. They're going to help you and basically hold your hand every step of the way so you make sure you make the best decision and you're happy with your purchase and the person you're buying it for will be even more happy than you. You can stress, uh, shop stress-free with Blue Nile's 100% satisfaction guarantee. Make your moment sparkle with Blue Nile. Go to BlueNile.com. Use the code LOCKEDON. You're going to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's B-L-U-E. N-I-L-E, BlueNile.com, promo code locked on to save $50 on your purchase of $500 or more. That's BlueNile.com, promo code locked on. I mean, that's what we call a dictionary mm. definition perfect O. Live read from my co-host there, Tyler Rowland of Locked on Titans. I'm Alex Clancy at Clancy's Corner. He's Tyler Rowland at Tic Tac Titans. Um, I host Locked on Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on, Car- Locked on NFL your first listen each and every day. Um, make your second listen, Locked on Sports today. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's talented on this platform. Otherwise, we wouldn't have jobs. I mean, this isn't like a charity. Like, we all work really, really hard. Another person who works really hard is... Is uh is uh Peter Bukowski and he hosts Locked hey, On uh for for the games that from the the games that matter the most uh to the biggest sto- uh, stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Check out Locked On Sports today available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Easy for me to say. There was so here's <laughs> the thing: it's like I have conflicting feelings about the trade deadline a couple of days yeah. ago. Okay, because, you know, we've heard a lot of the same teams this offseason. Broncos, Dolphins, 49ers, you know, like, mm-hmm. and haven't heard a lot. Packers, things like, even though they traded away Devontae Adams. They haven't done a whole bunch besides right. that. Chiefs. And it was kind of the same storyline surrounding those teams, the teams that did something or didn't do something. Now, Tyler's going to run down a list of names. He's very, he likes lists, and he likes running them down. And he likes having me react. So we're going to talk about the best trade. And I'm going to throw in the the trade that made the least amount of sense yesterday. Because there is a broad spectrum. And we're going to run them Mm -hmm. down right now. All right. Bradley Chubb. Sorry. Yeah. Bradley Chubb, edge rusher from the Broncos to the Dolphins. 
Chase Claypool, wide receiver from the Steelers to the Bears. Tight end, TJ Hawkinson from the Lions to the Vikings. Calvin Ridley, the suspended wide receiver from the Falcons to the Jaguars. Chase Edmonds, the running back from Dolphins to Broncos. Running back Jeff Wilson from 49ers to Dolphins. Colts running back Naheem Hines traded to the Bills. Running back Zach Moss goes from the Bills to the Colts. So a flip-flop there. The Jets acquire defensive lineman and edge rusher Jacob Martin. Uh, or the Jets send Jacob Martin to the Broncos. The Chiefs send cornerback Rashad Benton to the Falcons. The Falcons send safety Dean Marlowe to the Bills. And the Commanders send cornerback William Jackson III to the Steelers. Alex, out of those, which was the one that you think was the best? Bradley Chubb. Like, it was the, and the reason why, it's not even that it was because it was the player. It was because, right. it, which is great, but it was because, and they're going to extend him. They're not trading yeah. the first round pick yeah, that's part for of 10 it. games. Okay, so let's just, let, let, mm-hmm. let's put the, the kibosh or kibosh, depending on how you, <laughs> you know, if I say that word on that. They moved down three picks, the Dolphins did, from three to six in the 2021 draft. Mm-hmm. To have San Francisco move up and draft Trey Trey Lance, who's played five games in two years, maybe. Yeah. Um, and they moved down, they drafted Jalen Waddle. At the time, it looked like Jalen Waddle with Tua was a dumb choice. Jalen Waddle wasn't even the best receiver on his own team, and he was taken first. Okay. Yeah. So you take Jalen Waddle with six, and he's worked out fantastically in that mm-hmm. offense, even more now. And then they took their 2023 first round pick or 2024 first round pick, I can't remember, and turn that into Tyreek Hill. And then they turn the third first-round pick into Bradley Chubb. So not only do they have the players in place that they already had on their roster, but they added three bona fide, soon-to-be, or current studs in the NFL for moving mm-hmm. down three picks and maybe getting a guy that they wanted anyways. Like, it was like, it's like the thing when the Philadelphia 76ers moved up to draft Markel Fultz, and gave Boston oh. picks, moved down to three, when Boston was going to draft the better player. Tatum at one overall. They were going to draft Jason yep. Tatum first anyways. Yep. So it's just like, what are we doing here? That, it, it created, sorry, I'm, I'm going diatribe here, but it brought the trifecta together. And that's why I was like, good for Miami. That's what yeah. good leadership looks like. Or, and uh, Yeah, I, I like that they addressed it. Their pass rush, uh, especially with just four, has been awful. This year, they don't generate enough pressure. I like Jalen Phillips, the guy out of Miami, but, I mean, he's not doing enough, and he looks like more as a secondary edge rusher than your top edge rusher, so I really love that. The other one that I liked a lot was the Vikings getting TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, uh, Irv Smith Jr. is going to be out, but I think Hawkinson is a ready-made win-now player. The Vikings are 6-1. and one. Uh, As you accurately called, and I got wrong, the Vikings look like they are going to win that division. And in my opinion, in the playoffs, like you mentioned, superstars win. Superstars win in the playoffs. And I would say TJ Hawkinson is some superstar level player, but he's a really good player who fits the Vikings timeline more than he fits the Lions timeline. The Lions aren't anywhere close to needing a fully productive tight end. A tight end, in my opinion, while being very important, is a, a position where you don't need a stud at. So if you're the Lions and you're rebuilding, there's no reason to have a tight end be like the focal point of the rebuild. I like what the Vikings or Lions did getting rid of TJ Hawkinson here. They got a long way to go before a guy like TJ Hawkinson will really make a big difference. And I like what the Vikings did, adding him in. That's exactly what they needed to balance out Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, 
Dalvin Cook. I just like the set of weapons that they have in that offense. I think it was a good move, and we may agree on this, but I'm going to say the one trade that I didn't like, that I thought was way out of bounds, is the Bears acquiring Chase Claypool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, one, I gotta, I'm going to be upfront and honest. I'm not a fan of Chase Claypool. I wouldn't want him on my football team under any circumstance. We saw him that one time celebrate his own catch and run the timeout for his team to have a chance to win. Early before the season, he said he's a top three wide receiver in the NFL. I'm not against confidence, but it sounds like the guy has a serious awareness issue. Mm-hmm. And I don't like players who have awareness or football IQ issues. I don't care how big, strong, and fast they are. I don't even think that Chase, Clay- Chase Claypool wasn't even a top two wide receiver on his team. If we look at what's going on right now, and and while the Bears, on the Bears side of it, the Bears absolutely do need wide receivers desperately to get a clear look of who Justin Fields really is. Chase Claypool isn't a number one wide receiver, in my opinion, so you're not solving that problem, and you paid a second-round pick for him. The, the Bears don't know who they are. They give away uh, Roquan Smith. They give away Robert Quinn. They're sellers. And now they want to buy. Chase Claypool was drafted for a second-round pick when he had four years of team control and potential. We know who he is now. He's got one and a half years before you got to give him a new contract. And he's still worth the second-round pick? The Bears' own second-round pick. Not even the one they got from the Ravens, which is the Bears' pick's going to be higher. So I just think they paid way too much for a player that I personally wouldn't want to be one of the core players on my team. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. And to get too much, that was the whole thing. And I agree with you. Um, Chase Claypool reminds me, oddly enough, of Josh Rosen. And go with me here. I know we have to go to break here in a minute. Josh Rosen lived off of mm-hmm. his reputation from one of the mm-hmm. first games his last year in college against right. Texas A&M when he threw mm-hmm. four touchdown passes in the fourth quarter and they won the game. That was like the, the jet stream that he rode all the way to being yes. a top, you know, 15 pick in the NFL. Chase Claypool mm-hmm. had five touchdowns in two weeks, two years ago with Ben Roethlisberger. It's like, what are we doing here? This is the greatest thing ever. And then nothing to yep. be seen again. Now, there, there is an honorable mention that I want to make because I know we have to go in 45 seconds here. There's two honorable mentions, actually. One is William Jackson going to the Steelers from the Commanders. Now, the reason why is they're going to go all in on offense. You think first-round pick, they could draft a quarterback. They're going to get a second-round pick. They could go whatever they want. Offensive line, like – the Steelers are, are setting themselves up for success a little bit quicker than people think. And then Naheem Hines, the last second move for the Bills, it's the little cherry on top for that Bills offense that's going to be a murderer's row for anybody that plays them. Now you got the pass catching back. You don't have to use James Cook. You don't have to worry about Zach Moss anymore. Devin Singletary and Naheem Hines, it's going to be problematic for other teams who are facing the Bills even more than it already is. Coming up next, our key match. Matchups, the matchups we're excited to see. I think this is Tyler's favorite segment every week, looking into Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about it next here on Locked on NFL Thursday, your team every day. First, betonline.net. BetOnline is your number one source for all sports betting this season. And when it comes to it, what is the over-under on Tyler putting up the wrong overlay when we're watching this? No, I, I would have said it was <laughs> – Plus a million to zero because Tyler is so Fair. diligent. That's why I joke. Okay. Uh, Bet online. They've been around with us forever. We'd love them. Mm-hmm. Find the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, in-depth analysis of every game. They continue to be your uh, continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting up to the minute scores uh, for every sport out there. That's 
NFL, Major League Baseball, you know, World Series, MMA, boxing, golf. The best part about it is if you want any sort of weird NFL, like who's going to win the NFC South? They've got a bet for that. Who's going to win the MVP? Not all books have those. Not You've got options for days at betonline.net. Go to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. All right, Alex. It's yeah. time. It's time. We're going to cap off a Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL Podcast. Before we do, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On NFL Podcast your first listen every day, free and available on all platforms, your team every day. Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform that you do stream. I do love this segment. I do mm-hmm. love talking about just the slate of games that is so out of all the games that we are seeing in Week 9, what is our favorite? And for me, a little home cooking here, man, but I think I might be on the right page anyways. We got a 5-2 and two team against another 5-2 and two team with history. Sunday Night Football. Woo! The Tennessee Titans against the Kansas City Chiefs. The Titans have the worst offense, number 32 in the NFL. Man, they're so fun to watch every Sunday. Yes. God, I love that. And then we have the best offense in the NFL. And the question is, can a defensive line truly win a game by themselves? That's what we will have to see from the Titans. And the Titans smoked the Chiefs last year 27-3 in the regular season. People always forget that the Titans are good in the regular season. I don't know why. They're going to beat your favorite team when you least expect it. During the regular season. Now you get to the playoffs and it's <coughs> Tannehill choke time. But, but it's the regular season, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. So the Titans are going to compete in this game. Will the Titans defensive line be able to, dis- I mean, do you remember last year when Patrick Mahomes' face bounced off of Jeffrey Simmons' knee and Mahomes was doing the wobbly dance out there? Mm-hmm. I mean, the and Patrick Mahomes said it himself. The Titans came in last year, and the Chiefs were not ready for the physicality. Lovey Smith of the Texans just said that. We weren't ready for the Titans' physicality. We weren't. Well, I bet the Chiefs are ready this year because they remember last year. And as you can probably tell in my voice, I think this is going to be a massive blowout for Kansas City. Uh, last year, uh, as we say on Locked on Titans, redacted had seven <laughs> catches for 91 yards. Uh, the guy over in Philly now, uh, he who must not be named. Uh, but uh, they don't have him anymore. They got a torn ACL, 30-year-old corpse of Robert Woods, and then a bunch of dudes you've never heard of. Uh, and they're as bad as you think they are. It's not a situation where I'm supposed to tell you they're underrated. They aren't. They're properly rated. Uh, but the equalizer is the Titans' defensive line, which right now I think is the best in the NFL. Jeffrey Simmons may be the best football player on the planet right now. Danico Autry. Bud Dupree, Rashad Weaver, uh, Tier Tart. Titans have a great defensive line. Last year, they were able to completely flummox Kansas City and lead to a Titans blowout victory. The only way that the Titans can compete in this game is if that defensive line finds a way to force turnovers. I don't think they're going to be able to do enough, but it's two five and two teams in primetime. That's a great game to watch no matter what. Yeah, no, agreed. Agreed. Like, I, I, I am. 100% in 
unison with that because lest we forget, are we going to redact this, that Patrick Mahomes became Patrick Mahomes during his pirouette during the, during the second quarter as it was as it was winding down when Tennessee went up a bunch of points in the playoffs, and he did not go down. He went into the end zone, and that was the birth of Patrick Mahomes during the playoffs a couple years ago. For me, there's I'm going to play the hits here a couple, um, one of which is Rams at Bucks. Which team is real? Which team stinks? Do they both stink? The Rams playing in Tampa Bay is something that I'm very, very fascinated to see because it's a couple old dogs at quarterback, a couple teams that aren't playing well to their potential, at least as, as their roster states, and which team is going to fall to a position that's going to make it more difficult to make the playoffs. Atlanta's leading the NFC South. The Seahawks are leading the NFC West. Nobody had that on their bingo cards when the season started. Um, I'm curious to see what happens there. And the other one for me, this is just for me, is the Packers playing the Lions in Detroit. Oh, If Detroit beats why. the Packers. <laughs> right. Like if, just if. And this isn't like yeah. a boo Aaron Rodgers thing. Uh, you know what? The Lions have been a fun team to watch fantasy football-wise for sure. Dan Campbell mm-hmm. with his, like, they're not there yet, but they're trying. They're in their right. braces stage of, 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 you know, of human existence. And they're mm-hmm. going to get really good. They, they've got some really good pieces there. They're probably going to draft the quarterback. Dan Campbell's the leader of that team. If yep. Aaron Rodgers goes into Green Bay and they lo- goes into Detroit and they lose, I just wish I was Peter Bukowski. Yep. Yep. That's going to be a... Exactly. So that's a selfish one for me, but I'm, I'm fascinated to watch that one in the early slate. No, I, I agree with you because to me, it, it's, a, it's a last stand moment for Green Bay. The only way that they're going to find a way to be a respectable team this year and have any semblance of chance to get into the playoffs and win is if they're able to pull this out. If they lose to the line, yeah, you lose to the Bills, nobody's going to bat an eye. You lo- you come back from that and you lose to the Lions, and what would that drop Green Bay to? Three and five at that point? Um, I think I think they could be in a lot of trouble if that happens. It will be interesting to watch for that reason. But that's going to do it for us today, NFL fans. We went over the Thursday night football game. We talked about the trade deadline moves. Talked about the best games of the week. Hope you guys did enjoy. Be back on Friday for your boy Q and Chris Carter to break down the rest of the NFL schedule. That's going to do it for us today, though. Football fans, enjoy the weekend.